You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Network. Ten, Network. Nine. Ignition sequence start. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Eagles football. Sponsored by Penn State Health St. Joseph. On the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org and in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net. Tonight, your Exeter Eagles travel cross town to take on the Burks Catholic Saints. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Darren Ziner and Mike Boyer. Good evening. Welcome to the Exeter Eagles pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network. We'll have all the action between the Exeter Eagles and the Burks Catholic Saints at the top of the hour. Tonight's pregame show is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen and Medical Equipment, 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. In-Home Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, In-Home Oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialist can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. We're coming to you live from the Forino Sports Complex on the campus of Burke's Catholic in Reading, Pennsylvania. I'm Darren Ziner, joined by my broadcast partner, Mike Boyer. Mike, Exeter comes into tonight's game looking to avenge last year's 56-28 loss to Burke's Catholic. Exeter had that 28-21 lead at halftime, only to be outscored 35-0 in the second half. At that point, the Saints, Colby Newton, 27 carries, 198 yards. As a team, the Saints, 58 carries for 430 yards. Eric Nangle led the Eagles with 125 yards and two scores on 17 carries. Mike, this is a game that Exeter has had circled on the calendar for a long time. Well, I guess to some people, but not everyone. Um, yeah, you're right. You know, giving up 35 points in the second half in a game that you had to lead at home going into halftime was just a really tough pill to swallow for the Eagles last year. They just came out and hit a wall in that second half and absolutely did nothing. Things they had done in the second quarter, stopping the run, were nowhere to be found in the third quarter, fourth quarter. The offense had shut down. Uh, it was completely a different team in the second half and something they've got to not let happen tonight uh, here at Burks Catholic. Last week against Governor Mifflin, Exeter's offense was in high gear. Eric Nangle led the team in rushing 19 carries, 100 yards at TD. Joey Schlaffer had five catches for 113 yards. If you got a chance to see some video, a nifty one-handed grab, a left-handed grab uh, going down basically on a go route on the right side of the field. So he ultimately, as I mentioned, 113 yards. Ty Yoakum added two TDs, which ties him with Nangle for the team lead at eight. Exeter rushed for 146 yards, threw for 160, 161 
Mike, 307 total, so the offense is still doing what it needs to do. Yeah, you know, that was a game where, where things just didn't go their way early. Uh, they continued to work very hard offensively. As you said, Joey Schlopper showed up in a big way last week. That was by far his best game of the year, and the type of game extra needs out of him on a weekly basis as they head through the last three weeks of the season into the postseason. Exeter's running game on high alert. Burks Catholic giving up 7.6 yards per carry. Mike, we talk about Exeter's defense. They are third in Burks in rushing defense, allowing only 117 yards a game. They are plus 10 in the turnover differential, 14 takeaways. Now, yes, Nick Singleton got his yards and his TDs last night, but half of his 18 carries went for three yards or less, and three of those went for losses. So Exeter, for the most part, did a decent job of containing him. Yeah, and I know it's tough to say we contained him when you look at 250 yards and, and all the touchdowns, but there were a number of those big carries where guys just missed tackles, where they just fell off the tackle. We were in position to make plays, and, and credit to Nick Singleton, obviously the best back in the country and everything else. He showed why he's such a terrific weapon, uh, just running through tackles, and, and at, the, at the first level, at the linebacker and in the secondary. He was phenomenal to watch, but as far as our defense, you know, they were in the spot to make the plays. Hopefully this week we tackle a little bit better a little earlier in the game and uh, should be a completely different running atmosphere here tonight. Linebacker Ty Yoakum, defensive tackles Lucas Palange, Richie Karstein lead the defense. Certainly they're playing at a high level. So, Mike, wrapping up the Governor Mifflin commentary, a lot of positives to take from that Exeter game. You called that game for the Exeter Sports Network last, last week. So what positives can you take from that game coming into tonight? Well, I think a lot, Darren. I think you're right. I think the first thing is look at is, you know, they lost the second half 21-14 in giving up just three scores. One was a big score, two were drives. Um, you know, field position was, was not much a factor in the second half as both teams kind of balance each other out. But, you know, um, Colin Payne looked pretty good in the second half throwing the ball. Uh, he was a little off earlier on, but kept moving the ball down the field. As you talked about, Ty Yoakum pounding it in from short yardage. Eric Nangle was his ever-present self. It's just when you're down by that many points that late, you're not going to run the ball. So the offense kind of changed its, its theme, if you will, as far as they're not able to pound the ball through like they normally do because they were just down by so many points. But positives were, again, we scored two touchdowns, gave up three. We were in the game. It was starters on starters the whole game. It wasn't like they pulled their guys out. It never got to the mercy rule area. So that's another positive. They're the first team who competed against Mifflin for four quarters. And I think those are the kind of things you build on this week coming into this game. We've shared our thoughts coming off last week's game. Let's hear Coach Bauer's thoughts as he comes into tonight's game with Berks Catholic. <laughs> Jerry Gallup here with Exeter head coach Matt Bauer. Coach, what positives did you take from the Governor Mifflin game? Well, quiz, our kids definitely didn't quit. You know, they played to the end. Uh, they wouldn't back down. It's a very good team. You know, a couple things didn't go our way. Or that game could have been a lot closer. I was very pleased with their at, their effort and their attitude and their, you know, no-quit spirit. Rushing defense has been good all year. Even held Singleton to three yards or less on half of his carries, three of those for a loss. Say a few words about your defensive front seven. Well, again, we're pretty stout there. It's a little different animal. They're going against, you know, with the wing tee and all the misdirection. So it'll be a good test for our guys. We've had a pretty decent week of practice. Hopefully we're disciplined and we can, you know, maintain our, our uh, gaps responsibility. Are you starting to look at these last three games as playoff games to prepare your team for the postseason and that one-and-done format? I've never been one to look ahead. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, tomorrow night's the only game on my map. 
I'll worry about the rest as they come. But again, tomorrow night's a big one, and that's all our focus is right now. Last season, you guys came out in the second half against BC and seemed to hit a wall. Is that something that you've reminded your players about this week, the need for a great second half? I wouldn't let them forget it for an entire year. So, yes, they're very well, well aware of what transpired last year. Still can't figure out what exactly happened, but we're going to do everything we can to prevent that from happening again, that's for sure. What has the loss of Jacob Wolf meant to the team as they prepare for the playoffs without that special team star and cornerback? Well, hopefully, you know, Jake had surgery this week. Hopefully we can get him back soon. It breaks my heart to have a kid, especially that's given so much, you know, get some of the games in his senior year taken away from him. But uh, we're optimistic. We're going to rally around him, and we are a family, so we're going to pick him up for sure. Excellent. Thank you, Coach. Good luck tomorrow night. All right. Thank you. We appreciate Coach Bauer's time, and we'll see how the Eagles respond after last week's loss. We'll have more pregame comments after this commercial message from Penn State Health St. Joseph. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Berks Catholic comes into tonight's game 5-2 overall, 2-0 in league play. Mike, they're led by running back, receiver, and returner Christian Caccioni. He's scored in each of those categories in a 42-12 win over Reading last week. He's got a team-high 15 touchdowns, leads the team in rushing with 761. And, Mike, while the Saints have Josiah Jordan, they've got Luke Hughes, a converted linebacker, now as a fullback in the backfield. Stop Caccioni, and you're putting yourself in position to win. Absolutely, and Christian Caccioni does everything for them, as you said. Um, you know, he'll run the ball inside or run the ball outside. He's in the flat. He's down the field catching the ball. Uh, I would not be surprised to see Burks have to come out early with a trick play here with something with him, whether he's throwing the ball down the field or catching something down the field from J.J. Jordan. But you're right, Christian Caccioni is an explosive player, and, and he's a terrific athlete. Exeter comes into tonight's game 4-3 and three overall, 1-1 one and one in league play. And when we talk about keys to the game, Mike, it's a big game for each team. Exeter needs it to continue their playoff march, and Berks Catholic, of course, needs it. They're still in position to win a league title. Uh, certainly, they've got Governor Mifflin ahead of them, which makes that a difficult task. But again, a big game for each team. Oh, absolutely, and, and you know, this is the game to say who's the second best team in the league because Governor Mifflin's so far ahead of everybody else. This is a little more of that prides factor and a big game for both teams as far as postseason aspirations go, where seeding goes and things like that. Um, you know, Burke's Catholic being team coming, as you said, I think they're 5-1. and one. You know, um, they've got their schedule ahead of them. This is a big win for them. Uh, to beat a class 5A school at home uh, does a lot for their whole postseason. For Exeter, this is a must-win for Exeter tonight. We'll go dark as we may have an alma mater and the national anthem.
gracious Lord, when the game of life is over, may they win the most important victory, eternal life with you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please remain standing for the playing of our national anthem. We are ready for football here in Reading, Pennsylvania. Burks Catholic in their home black with gold. Exeter, their white road jerseys, blue numbering. And of course, you never know when the school is actually going to play their alma mater or not. I think half the games I've been to, they play the alma mater. The other half, they don't go right into the national anthem. So of course, we just had the national anthem tonight. Exeter will receive the opening kickoff. Andrew Gonzalez will kick it off for Burks Catholic. Messiah Robinson, Cabron Woody back deep for Exeter. The ball's on the tee. Gonzalez looks to the official waiting for the go-ahead. 12 minutes up on the clock. There's the whistle. Gonzalez has a foot into it and we're underway. Kicks it and it's taken by an up back at about the 27 yard line. He's got the 40 running left to right. Tackled about the middle of the field. Carter Cordero there on the run, number 15. They're gonna mark him down at about the 42 yard line, which will be first and 10 for Exeter. You know, Darren, we talked at the onset, what does Exeter need to do here to start? They've got to have a quick start here. Spread the ball around to all their playmakers early tonight. Exeter comes over the ball from a sideline huddle. Colin Payne's in the gun. He's got an angle to his right, single receivers left and right. Here's the snap, fake handoff to Nangle. He rolls right, throws right, hits Ty Yoakum. Yoakum still on his feet, gets into Burke's Catholic territory. They're going to mark him down at about the 43-yard line, first and 10, Exeter. Yeah, nice little safe pass there to the flat to the tight end, number nine, Ty Yoakum. Did a nice job catching the ball, get up the sideline there, and picked up pretty many yards. That's a good first down play. 
15 yards on the pass to Ty Yoakum. Colin Payne in the gun, Nangle behind him, single receiver left and right. There's the snap. The handoff goes to Nangle, but there is absolutely nothing there. Luke Hughes bursts through. That's going to be a loss of three or four yards. We'll see where they mark it. They mark it at the 46. That's going to be a loss of three. Call it second and 13 for Exeter. Yeah, Luke Hughes from his linebacker spot. He walked right up in the line of scrimmage, pre-snap there, shot through the A-gap. Perfect timing, hit an angle in the backfield and brought up second extra long here for the Eagles. Exeter over the ball. He's got a power eye. Yoakum and Nangle, single receiver right. Hands the ball to Nangle, running right. He gets the 45. He's hit. Looks like they're going to give him the original line of scrimmage, which would have been the 43, or just outside the 43. Call it third and a long 10. Yeah, nice job of the defense there for Berks Catholic swarming to the ball. Nangle off the right end, a little eye back formation, a little iso to the right. Yoakum leading the way there. Not much there, but gives him third down and makeable here, third and 10. Third and 10 for Exeter, ball on the 43. Payne in the shotgun, has Yoakum to his right, now he shifts to his left. Nangle behind him, single receiver right and left. He throws left and it's intercepted. He tries to go to J.R. Strauss, but the ball is underthrown. The defensive back makes a play on it. An INT, it'll be first and 10 for Burks Catholic at their own 35. Yeah, Isaac Pichardo coming up from his outside linebacker position. Had Strauss in coverage there, the ball was underthrown. Made a nice play, and here's a big break for Burks Catholic. First drive, turnover, ball on their own 35-yard line, and now the Eagles defense out in the field. Burks Catholic on the ball. Gats over center, hands it off to Caccioni, running right. He gets hit by a trio. They're going to give him, I'm going to say, the better part of four yards. Call it second and six. Arcing the ball at about the 38, just uh, be just inside the 39-yard line. Yeah, just a simple sweep out of the wing tee formation here. Now they'll go double slots to catch him to the left. You got Jordan to the right, comes jet motion across. It's going to be a jet sweep to the left. Josiah Jordan has it on that jet sweep. He gets the 40. That's where he's stacked up. They're going to give him the 42-yard line. Call it third and a long three. And there you see two of the, the basic plays for this wing tee offense, the jet sweep and also just the power sweep. I, I see if we get a fullback play here or another sweep, a buck sweep here to the left to Caccioni. Gets over center, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, rolls right, fires right, but a incomplete one of those. Intercept it, was it. intercept it, Josiah uh, Joven Hollis. Joven Hollis, it was, that's the tip drill right there. The ball was a little under throw. Nice break by the defensive back. 
knocks it up in the air, and Joven Hollis comes up with it. Yeah, Carter Cordero there covering in the flat, broke the play up. Joven Hollis comes in, leaves his feet to catch the ball, and it's a nice job getting a turnover right back here at midfield for the Eagles. I would not be surprised if Exeter takes a shot deep right now. First and 10, Exeter ball at midfield. Colin Payne comes out in the gun. He's got Ty Yoakum's sidecar, Eric Nangle behind him. Two receivers right, here's the snap. It's a handoff to Nangle, he's going right up the middle. A lot of running room. Give him nine, they're gonna mark him at the 41 yard line. It'll be second and one for Exeter. Great job of the right side of the offensive line for the Eagles. They knocked the defensive bend 12 yards off the ball there. That was a great job, and that's where you get nine yards on first down. Follow some big boys up front who did a great job blocking there. Second and one for Exeter on the 41. Eight and a half to go here in the first. Payne in the gun, hands it off to Nangle, who's now running left. He gets hit, but it looks like he'll get the 40. That should be a first down for Exeter. Yeah, Alex Whitmer there to tackle. And number three, uh, Marvin Armstead but not before an Eagle first down, so nice job by the Eagles there to convert in uh, second and short. First and 10, Exeter on the Burks Catholic 40. Exeter huddling up. They break the huddle. Joey Schlopper comes out to the left. Colin Payne under center. He's got Ty Yoakum and Eric Nangle in the eye. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Nangle running left. They'll give him about three yards. Call it second and seven at the 37. You know, J.J. Jordan coming up from his uh, safety position, outside linebacker position there to make the nice play. And kept him to a second, uh, second and long here, so gave it two or three there on the play. Exeter comes out of the huddle. Joey Schlaffer again to the left. Colin Payne under center. He's got Ty Yoakum, Eric Nangle staggered in the backfield. It's a toss to Nangle running right. He waits for the opening, still on his feet, gets the 35-yard line, probably down to the 33, which will make it third and three. Yeah, nice job there by Eric Nangle, spinning out of tackle of Devin Garcia, the linebacker, number 33 for Burks Catholic. Probably would have been almost maybe a yard gain. Spun out, picked up another five yards, making it third and three here for the Eagles. Heavy on the dose for Eric Nangle, four straight runs. I'd go five. Exeter breaks the huddle, they're over the ball. Single receiver right, Payne in the gun. Ty Yoakum sidecar right, Nangle behind him. Here's the snap, it goes to Nangle. He fakes right, goes left, there's a hole. He gets the 30-yard line. Let's see where they mark him, but this should be a first down. Flag on the play here. We got flag on the play. Oh, yeah, false start by the Eagles here. Loss of five here. Bring up third and eight for the Eagles now as they march the ball back outside the 30-yard line to the outside the 40-yard line to the 42. That one hurts. Something they'll have to shore up are the penalties. Last week against Governor Mifflin, eight penalties, 71 yards. Tough when you're giving up those yards. Especially in key spots like third and short. Third and eight from the 38-yard line for Exeter. 
Carson Schmidt comes left. Joey Schlaffer goes right. Colin Payne in the gun, has Nangle behind him. Here's the snap. Fake handoff to Nangle. He rolls right. He hits Ty Yoakum at about the 35-34 yard line. He might get down to the 33, but he's going to be short by three yards. It's fourth and three. Yeah, and again, almost like the first play of the game coming out there, hitting Yoakum in the flat. Uh, obviously, Burks Catholic defended it much better that time, bringing up fourth and three. Interesting to see if they go with play action here or give the ball to Nangle. Fourth and three on the 33. We're at five and a half minutes to go here in the first. Exeter over the ball, Schlaffer left. Colin Payne under center, he's got Yoakum, gives the ball to Nangle, running hard right up the middle, first down and a whole lot more. Yeah, Hughes came in a blitz there. He came through the B gap between the guard and the tackle. The ball hit up inside of him. Nice play by the Eagles, first down. They're going to mark the ball at the 24-yard line. Give them a nine-yard run and a first down for Exeter. Good job the Eagles keep moving the chains here. Run the clock down, keep their offense on the field and keep moving the chains and just chewing up yards. There's the snap. Colin Payne hands it to Nangle again. He goes up to the line, but there's not a whole lot there, just a log jam. They'll give him about three yards. It'll be second and seven. Yeah, backup linebacker Aaron Reinhardt in the game here playing linebacker position. Come up, did a nice job filling there. Second and seven from the 21. Extra change in their personnel group here, bringing two receivers and see if they go play action. Colin Payne will come out in the gun. Joey Schlaffer wide right. Carson Schmitz left. He's got an angle behind him. There's the snap. Fake handoff. He's rolling left, looking, looking, firing it deep. Carson Schmitz open. Touchdown, Exeter. Into the left corner of the end zone. He got behind the defense. Touchdown, Exeter, it's 6-0. Yeah, he beat the corner there, Armstead. Just ran a straight-up post route against him and worked the post back out to the corner. Nice ball by uh, Colin Payne. I, I thought they were going to go play action. They changed personnel. They play action to the right, boot him out to the left, and a great start there. Good pass, nice catch. 4-14 to go here in the first. Exeter with the first score of the night. Mike Moser on for the PAT. There's the snap, the ball's down, it's up, and it is solid, it is good. 4.14 to go here in the first. It's Exeter 7, Burks Catholic nothing. We'll be back with more first quarter action. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Christy Pearsall for Exeter Tax Collector. Hi, I'm Christy Pearsall. I possess a business management degree, and in my 27-year professional career in bookkeeping and accounting, I have managed multi-million dollar companies with unerring accuracy and strict adherence to all of the rules. As a devoted mom, wife, friend, and community member, I've devoted my spare time to volunteering as a treasurer of multiple boards, including Riften APT, EHS Boys and Girls Lacrosse, and coaching multiple Exeter Youth League teams. Please vote for me, Christy Pearsall, for Exeter tax collector commitment integrity experience paid for by the candidate a nine play 50 yard drive for Exeter 
results in a 21-yard touchdown pass from Colin Payne to Carson Schmidt. 7-0 Exeter. It'll be interesting to see what kind of kickoff we do here since we have squib kicked, deep kicked, and not covered all year long. Um, one game, West York was the best we did in covering kickoffs. So let's see what we do here. Mike Moser has it on the tee. Caccioni back deep. Ball's in the air. Josiah Jordan takes it at the 10. He's got the 20. There's some open field. He breaks through. He's at the 50, the 40. One man to beat, and that's Moser, and he takes him down. Not sure if Moser had him out of bounds. Apparently not. Josiah Jordan broke away from Moser, got additional yards, but he's caught up and taken down at the 14-yard line of Exeter. Well, just what we talked about. It, that's the difficulty of this team. I don't understand why they can't cover kicks, but they haven't covered kicks all year long. And there's another example of what, an 80-yard return? So after the big return by Josiah Jordan, Sweep here to Caccioni. Gats hands it off to Caccioni, running left. There's a big hole. Gets inside the 10. Looks like they're going to give him the six-yard line. It's a gain of probably eight. Let's say seven, second and three. Seven-yard run for Caccioni off the left side. Burks Catholic breaks the huddle. Gats is under center. Now they have Luke Hughes in the backfield. There's the snap. Hughes gets it running left side. He'll get the five just inside. Mark it to the four. And there's a good chance this is first and goal. Ball marked at the four-yard line, first and goal, Burks Catholic. Gats under center. Burks Catholic in the eye, Hughes the fullback, Caccioni, he's got it, he's running right. Not a whole lot, trying to find a hole, but the Exeter defense is there. Kellen Boyer, Ty Yoakum, Sam Orzelak. and Orzelak. Yeah, did a nice job forcing it back inside to the safety and the linebacker. Um, you know, second and five here. Exeter's got to continue to hold here. I can't imagine we're going to see anything more than Caccioni and maybe jet sweep here to J.J. Jordan. No gain on the play. Second and goal for Berks Catholic. They come out of the huddle. Gats under center. Hughes and Caccioni again in the eye. The handoff to Hughes going right up the middle, and he's into the end zone for a Berks Catholic touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, nice job there. Just a little guard trap. Left guard pulled to the right, trapped the right tackle for the defense, left tackle for the defense, then right up inside of that for the score. After the long Josiah Jordan kickoff return, it takes four plays for Burke's Catholic to punch it in. And we wait for the PAT. The ball's down, it's up, and it is good. 
the PAT from Tyler Givens. So with 2.17 to go here in the first, it's Exeter 7, Burks Catholic 7. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. Whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more. Andrew Gonzalez will put this one in the air for Burks Catholic. Cabron Woody, Messiah Robinson deep for Exeter. And Mike, you talked about it, special teams being a big part of some of the breakdowns for Exeter and it comes to bite them tonight. Absolutely, when you're defending 15 yards of the field, you know, and, and we talked about the average coming into last week's game at 44 yards of the field being given up on kickoff. Defending 56 yards is, is a tough score, but defending 15 yards is even much more difficult. So again, they, they've got to find a way to either pop the ball up and cover or, or kick the ball somewhere to a spot. Gonzalez has the okay, he kicks the ball, it's a squib. Comes to the right side, fielded at the 30. He's got the 40, the 45, and a late flag comes in from the back judge. So we'll see what happens. It was a 15-yard return. You gotta imagine it's a hold in some way. And it is a hold against Exeter. It'll be first and 10, and we'll see where they mark it. Put it, what, 36 here? First and 10. Indeed, they mark the ball at the 36, and that's where Exeter will take over first and 10. They come out of the huddle. Colin Payne under center. He's got Ty Yoakum behind him. Cabron Woody Cabron in Woody now in the backfield. He gets the handoff up the middle, maybe gets the 39. So give him a three-yard run. It'll be second and seven. Big drive here for Exeter coming back at the end of the first quarter here. They've got to answer back and keep that lead. And they've got to keep pounding on the rock here, run the ball, put this ball in the end zone, drive the length of the field here. Second and seven from the 39, Payne's under center. They're in the eye. It's a pitch to Cabron Woody running right. He gets to the 40, and he's upended. J.J. Jordan come up from his cornerback position there, taking his feet out from underneath him. They're going to give him the 42. That's a three-yard gain. It will be third and four from the 42-yard line. Just giving Woody a series here, it looks like. It doesn't seem there's anything wrong with Eric Dangle. Colin Payne under center. He's got Yoakum behind him. It's another handoff coming left. Looks like he slipped on the field. That was Cabron Woody. Tried to make a cut inside, but he lost his footing. 
He got past the 40. Probably no gain on the play. It'll be fourth and four at the 42. And extras punt unit comes on the field here with Mikey Moser teeing up. Back deep for Burks Catholic would be number 11, Christian Caccioni, number 20, Trace Brown. Exeter in punt formation. We're under 30 seconds to go here in the first. There's the snap. Moser, it's a fake punt. He runs right. He's got the first down. He crosses the 50. Inside the 50 to, let's see where they mark it. There's a late flag that comes in. Looking to see, looks like they're gonna mark him at the 47 yard line, if I can tell where the official is standing on the far side of the field. But again, that late flag coming in, but that should be a dead ball foul since he was out of bounds. Yeah, Exeter runs that punt formation where they motion the guy across the field. Burks Catholic made no adjustment to it, so now Exeter's overloaded to the right. Moser just filed the numbers and ran it. Well, let's just see what this penalty's gonna be. Exeter's backing up, but it looks like it's gonna be a first down, like you said, Darren. Should be a dead ball foul. An 11-yard run off the fake punt. They're going to call unsportsmanlike conduct against Exeter. But again, a first down that they'll mark off from the BC 47. And I think it was one of the players on the sideline who said something to the Burks Catholic players when they were over there. They put the ball down at the 38-yard line. Exeter. It'll be first and 10. Colin Payne back to throw, hits Ty Yoakum in the right flat. They're gonna give him the 45. And they give him all the way to the 47, looks like Darren's gonna be second and short again. Eight yards on the pass to Ty Yoakum, and that is the first quarter. After 12 minutes of play, it's Exeter 7, Burks Catholic 7. We'll be back with second quarter action. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sauteed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. We're back here in Reading. Mike, what did you see in that first quarter from Exeter so far? I think they did a good job of mixing in the run and pass. They've done a nice job with Nangle running the football. Um, both teams had turnovers in the first half there, and obviously the, the kick return was the big play of the game so far to this point because it completely changed the field position and the score. Colin Payne under center. has got Yoakum and Nangle behind him. Single receiver left. It goes to the up man, Yoakum. A lot of running room. He bursts through, gets the 50, takes it down to the 45. It'll be first and 10 Exeter. 
an eight-yard run for Ty Yoakum. And that's been a constant weapon all year for the Eagles, just Yoakum right up the gut out of that dive position in the eye back and just pounding those A-gaps. First and 10, ball on the Burks Catholic 45. Exeter breaks the huddle, Colin Payne will be under center. Behind him, Ty Yoakum, Eric Nangle, far left is Schlopper, the handoff goes to Nangle, running right side, gets through the first level, inside the 40. They're gonna mark him down at the 39 yard line. Outstanding job by Ty Yoakum, the lead back there, just picking up number 33, Devin Garcia, the linebacker, just knocked him out of the way, and Nangle scoots ahead for six yards. That makes it second and four from the 39-yard line. 11 minutes to go here in the second. Exeter breaks the huddle. Colin Payne will be under center. Single receiver left. Ty Yoakum, Eric Nangle behind him. Fake handoff to Nangle. He's looking left. Now he's rolling right. Nothing there. He loses the football. Colin Payne was running right. It just slipped out of his hand, but he gets it back. Holding on the Eagles, though. It's going to come back. So he probably, he would have gotten the first down on the play. Probably a gain of five, but that holding call will negate the first down. You know, I, I don't mind the pass there, but I don't like all the play action off it all the time. He doesn't have much time in the pocket. He gets back there, the pocket's not clean. People are in his face. He's got to try and get out of the pocket. Same thing happened last week. If you're going to let him pass, put him back in the gun. Let him get the ball and have some room. Set his feet and throw a strike. Second and 16 from the 49. Another penalty. This one could be big. Pushes him back. Second and long. Exeter under the ball. Colin Payne under center. has got Ty Yoakum Nangle behind him. Schlaffer wide left. Looking over the defense and a flag comes in. Wow, delay a game after a penalty. That is a tough call to take. It is delay of game and makes it second and 21 from the 44-yard line. That cannot happen in that situation. You have an entire dead ball to have your play. You know it's holding. Have your next play call. You're going to get half of it back. Now they need 10, 12 yards. Just get half of it back. There's the snap. It goes to Nangle. He tries to go over the right side, but he's hit. He'll get the 45. They'll give him the 47. Call it a, a gain of three. It's going to be third and long, third and 18. Yeah, Devin Garcia from his linebacker position there. Bring it third and long. You know, we've seen the pass there, and Exeter likes to go screen here. So let's see if they go tight end screen or something to Nangle. Exeter in the huddle. They come out. Colin Payne will be in the gun. He's got Eric Nangle sidecar to his left. Two receivers right, one left. J.R. Strauss in motion from right to left. There's the snap. Payne drops straight back, going deep. There should be a flag. They were throwing it deep to J.R. Strauss on the left side. But let's see where they make the call. The Berks Catholic defender thinks it's going to be against Strauss. And if it is, Berks Catholic will decline that penalty and make him punt the ball from here. 
We'll see what happens. Now in high school, it's not an automatic first down. So even if it's on the defense, it'll still be third down. But I'm not sure it's going to be on the defense here. I think it's going to be on the offense. It is pass interference on Exeter. Again, they should decline that penalty and make them punt the ball here, making it fourth and 18. You know, before the play, they ran both corners to that side of the field to double cover Schlaffer, and then they took Strauss and put him over there anyhow, so the double coverage is already there deep. And that's what they do. They decline the penalty down and bring it up fourth down. Exeter brings the punt team in. 9.20 to go here in the second. Mike Moser taking care of punting duties this evening for Exeter. Now they're going to motion Joven Hollis our way here. Let's see if they adjust over. It looked like Burks Catholic had 12 on the field, but they get the player off. Moser runs a little right, kicks it right. Caccioni has it. It hits him, and he fumbles the ball, and it's loose. They're Ooh. going to say the Burks Catholic defender, Caccioni, originally fumbled it. But, and I think what they're saying is that Burks Catholic then recovered, but Exeter came out of the pile with the football. That's a bad call. So when he fumbled the ball, the Burks Catholic guy tried to pick it up. He got hit, the ball came out, and Lucas Palanis picked the ball up off the ground. There was no possession there from the guy that came in. That's a bad call. But they're going to give Burks Catholic the ball here. The ball's inside the 15, call it the 14-yard line, where it'll be first and 10, Burks Catholic. Gatz is under center. He's got Hughes and probably Caccioni in the eye. Oh, yep. Moving some players around before snap. Here is the snap. It goes to the up man, Hughes. They're going to give him the 15, maybe the 16-yard line. They went right back to the touchdown play, the guard trap up the middle of the Hughes. Um, I would expect to see Caccioni or Jordan on the edge on this play. Call it a two-yard run for Hughes, second and eight from the 16. Burks Catholic comes out of the huddle. They've got two receivers right. See if Caccioni comes back here or they roll out to the right here. They're rolling right. Gat's looking. He fires. It's too high for the receiver on the far side of the field, incomplete. It'll be third and eight. Don't be surprised they come back to that exact same alignment and look for J.J. Jordan down the middle of the field here. He ran free down the middle. The backside, the backside corner never came over to cover. And a holding penalty against the Saints will take them back. From this field position here, Burks Catholic normally likes to run a little Sally counter back to the wing back, or they might throw Waggle and throw back to the screen here to Caccioni. It looks like they've taken the ball back to the eight yard line. It's second down and 16. So great opportunity here for Exeter to hold them with the over eight and a half minutes to go. Get off the, get these guys three and out, and let's see what we can get offensively. Let's see what happens. There's the snap. It's a toss sweep right going to Caccioni, but the Exeter defense is all over him. 
Lucas Maybe Polanyi. a yard on the play for Caccioni. Call it third and 15. Nice job by extra defensive end Lucas Polange. He just strung the play out, made the tackle. And again, third and long here. Exeter's got to get off the field. Watch for screen or Sally back. Berks Catholic in the huddle. Exeter run defense stout again this evening. We're under eight minutes to go here in the second. Berks Catholic comes out, single receiver wide left. There's the snap, he's looking left, he throws left. The receiver had no idea where the ball was. It falls incomplete. Yeah, looking for Trace Brown on the left sideline. I don't know if Trace Brown knew he was in the play. He, he didn't even look for the ball and the ball was in the air for a long time. But nice job by the defense here. They back him up, they hold him, put some pressure here on the punter, maybe get great field position here. So the ball on the 14 yard line Fourth and 15. J.R. Strauss, Carson Schmidt back for Exeter. Berks Catholic will be punting this out of their own end zone. It's up, it's a decent kick. Strauss calls for a fair catch and gets it at the 40 yard line. And that's where Exeter will take over first and 10. That gives us time for a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. The arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. empty. But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Running Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. The 2021-22 season starts on October 22nd. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. We come out of the break. Eric Nangle with an 11-yard run. Takes the ball to the 29-yard line where it's first and 10 Exeter. They come out, Colin Payne's in the gun. He's got an angle to his right, two receivers right, one left. Here comes a flag. This could be a procedure call against Exeter. They keep shooting themselves in the foot. And that's what you're right, Darren. Offsides against the Eagles. It'll be first and 15 from the Burks Catholic 34 once they walk it off. Exeter in the huddle, winding down to seven minutes to go here in the second. Carson Schmidt wide right. Colin Payne in the gun, has Eric Nangle to his left. Now Schlaffer is on the right side. Colin Payne trying to go to the right side, but this is knocked down at the line of scrimmage, incomplete. It'll be second and 15. Yeah, nice job there by Tyler Gibbons getting his hands up from his defensive end position. The 6-1 senior knocks the ball down, bringing up second and long for Exeter. Looked like they were trying to go to Schlaffer out here in the flat. Some scores for you. The Reading Royals, one, Adirondack, nothing. 
We're back in Royals time. Well, it looks like we got the five yards right back there. Berks Catholic jumped into the neutral zone on the hard count, and that'll bring up second and 10 for Exeter. That'll bring up second and 10 from the Berks Catholic 29, Exeter over the ball, they're in the gun, angle right, he gets the ball, he's running left. He's got a decent hole, he gets the 25. Let's see where they mark him. Looks like they're giving him the 21. So an eight yard run for Eric Nangle, call it third and two. And this has to be four down territory for Exeter. So third and three, looks like Exeter's gonna take a timeout here, see what they wanna do. But again, I gotta think this is four down territory. Take a shot and run it on fourth down if they don't get it. 6.32 to go here in the second, a timeout on the field. We'll be back after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. Exeter coming back onto the field after the timeout. Some scores, Wilson 7, Cedar Crest 0. That's in the first. Perkiomen Valley 14, Boyertown nothing. That's at the end of one. Twin Valley 21, Schuylkill Valley nothing. Exeter in the gun. Colin Payne has Ty Yoakum behind him. There's the snap. Yoakum gets the handoff. He gets hit, but he keeps plowing away. Wasn't going to be stopped after the first hit. Yeah, Luke Hughes made him right in the hole, and again, Ty Yoakum is just a big, big young man coming through that hole. Just ran right through him, picked up the first down. Nice job by the Eagles to move the chains here, get themselves a first down here inside the 20. First and 10, looks like the ball's at the 16-yard line. Payne in the gun, has Nangle aside of him. He gets it, he's running left. Touchdown. Nobody there, big hole, touchdown, Eric Nangle. A little off tackle trap play there. They pulled the backside lineman. Nangle hit it and there was nobody on that side of the field once he got there. A 16 yard touchdown run from Eric Nangle. 5.59 to go here in the second. And Exeter goes up 13-7. Mike Moser on to kick the extra point. Colin Payne doing holding duties this evening. There's the snap, the ball's up, and it is true. 5.59 here in the second. Exeter 14, Burks Catholic seven. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. 
Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. A score after one quarter of play. Governor Mifflin 21, Muhlenberg nothing. Some other scores for you from the MikeDragosports.com site. Daniel Boone 14, Reading High nothing. That's in the second. Fleetwood 7, Hamburg nothing. That's in the first. If I were extra, I'd put my starting 11 guys on defense here, let them take and cover the kick. Take one guy off for the kicker, maybe the biggest lineman, and I would run the other 10 kids down the field and make tackles. At this point, why not just onside the ball? That's exactly what I was thinking. If you're going to try an onside kick, maybe you catch him sleeping. So Mike Moser lining up. He's got the okay, he's stepping it off. He approaches it. He's got a foot into it. It's a squib to the right, taking it about the 32-yard line. Barely gets to, excuse me, that would have been about the 26 or 27-yard line. Barely gets to the 30, and that's where Burks Catholic will have it first and 10. Yeah, again, squib the ball there to one of the non-up backs, one of the full backs there. They kicked it to number 20, Trace Brown. Three-yard return, that's what they need to start doing. Stop kicking the ball down the middle of the field to the return men. Find different holes in the secondary here of the kick coverage team. Kick the ball down there. Like you said, make them go 70 yards instead of 15. Absolutely. Burks Catholic over the ball, Gats under center. Hughes in the backfield, motion from right to left. And there was that little counter reverse back where they bring the slot back in. They fooled no one on Exeter. Nice job by the front seven there of Exeter. Gave it to Caccioni trying to go left or right. Exeter's defense up to the task actually loses a yard. It'll be second and 11 from the 29. I would think they're trying to get Gats rolling out here to the side, like a keep pass, roll him out, see if he can find someone in the flat, one of the backs. Gats under center, has Hughes behind him. Everybody in tight. Gats goes straight back, he's looking deep, but he's taken down for the sack. Lucas Palange gets through in a hurry, trying to hit Tyler Givens deep on a go route. Not there. And Lucas Palange firing through, gets the sack. It'll take the ball back to the 25-yard line. Yeah, they tried a little key pass there. They tried to take Givens down the middle, picked up by the safety, Callum Boyer, nowhere to throw. He pulled it down, and then Lucas Plans just cleaned it up with a sack. Again, nice job by the Eagles defense. Third and 15 from the 25. Burks Catholic comes out over the ball. Gats over center, has Hughes behind him. Caccioni in the backfield as well. Rolls right, fires deep, tries to hit. He's got Josiah Jordan at the 35. He breaks away and goes into the end zone. Touchdown, Burks Catholic. They've had Jordan matched up one-on-one -on, -one on Carter Cordora. Cordora couldn't make the play or the tackle, and there it is. 
74 yards later. Give him credit, the D-back was on him when the ball got there, but Josiah pulled it in, broke away, and had 35 yards untouched to the end zone. Waiting for the PAT, Tyler Givens. The ball's down, his foot's through it, and it makes its way through. 4.22 to go here in the second. Exeter 14, Burks Catholic 14. We'll be back with more second quarter action. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Mike, that's one of those possessions that really hurts. You come up with the one-yard loss to Caccione. Palange gets the sack, and then you give up the big play. Yeah, and, and here it was third and long. It was third and 15. You know, you lock man-to-man -man on, on their more explosive player. You have a new corner playing in, in replace of Jacob Wolf. You lock him up man-to-man -man there on third and 15. I, I don't understand that coverage call there. Should have played more of a zone. Let the front four bring pressure on Gats. But uh, nice job, nice ball by Gats. Nice catch by Jordan. And uh, a real nice play by Burks Captain to tie this thing up. Gonzalez has it on the tee to kick it off. Woody and Robinson deep for Exeter. He's got the okay from the official. Stepping it off, and here we go. It's in the air, it goes to the left-hand side, but a flag comes down, probably procedure against Burks Catholic. They'll make him kick it again five yards deeper. Yeah, they just got to the line too quick, jumped the line before the kick. Good for Exeter, they move it back five yards here and re-kick. Gonzalez walks off five yards, doesn't even wait for the official. Grabs the football, puts it down on the tee. He is way back when he comes to approach the ball. He's almost in Shillington. And he is deep and off to the left there. Yeah, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure where he's going. Off. He's 12 yards deep to kick the ball, and now he takes like five yards other way. He's on the other side of Lancaster Avenue right now. So he's coming up, approaching the ball. He puts the ball in the air. It's down the middle. It goes to Woody. Woody's got the 30. He's got the 40. Just shy, actually fights his way to the 50-yard line. A great return, 30 yards. And that's where Exeter will take over first and 10. So great field position again for the Eagles. They have not had a touchdown drive over 40 yards. You know, they had a 50-yard touchdown, I'm sorry, 50-yard touchdown drive and a 40-yard touchdown drive. So again, 50 yards here to start again. Exeter comes off the sideline right onto the ball. 
Colin Payne in the gun, has Nangle behind him. Two receivers right, one left. There's the snap, it goes to Nangle. He's running left, but he gets a yard and he's hit. Tried to run left tackle. Not a whole lot there. It'll be second and nine from the 49. Exeter came back right to the same play they scored on last time, that off-pack tackle play there to the left. Uh, again, nice job by Burks Catholic stepping up, making the play. Under four minutes to play here in the second. Carson Schmidt, J.R. Strauss come right. Joey Schlaffer left. Colin Payne in the gun. Uh-oh, that is a lateral. He throws it to Eric Nangle, who can't catch the ball. It is a lateral. Burks Catholic jumps on the ball. This should be Burks Catholic ball. From our angle, it absolutely was a lateral. The officials talking it over. This will be an interesting call the longer this goes on. Yeah, I'm not sure what the discussion is here. That, that, that's a backward pass. It certainly is. I just don't think there was an official in position. I think to the be far official is making the call here. I think it's the, the far line officials making the call here, saying from his position he saw a backwards pass. So let's see what happens here. Nangle even pretty much knew it too as he gave up on it when he saw the ball down. They're calling it a forward pass. We had a pretty good look at it from our angle and from our angle it certainly looked like it was a backward pass. Well, just like the fumble before, now it evens itself out. So the crowd into it now if they weren't before. Call it third and nine. They didn't switch the marker on the opposite side of the field. Colin Payne rolling right. He's looking, firing it deep. He goes to J.R. Strauss. It hits him in the shoulder pads, but he can't come up with it. It's incomplete. That would be fourth down. Again, they did not change the clock. They're calling third down here. This is incorrect. This, this should is be incorrect. fourth down. If I'm holding name, I'm taking a timeout right here and I'm talking to the officials. That's right. First down, first down was a one-yard run from Nangle. Second down was the forward pass. Third down was the throw deep. But the officials have missed this. They're giving Exeter an extra down. Colin Payne in the gun takes the snap. He's back to pass. Throws it over the middle and it's knocked down. Incomplete. And now they are indicating fourth down. So Exeter actually got an extra down. Yeah, absolutely. The first down run went really for nowhere. Second down pass was backwards. They called incomplete. Third down pass was to Strauss deep, and that was a fourth down play. So Exeter gets fortunate here, but again, you know. Mike Moser back to punt. He has it. Running right, he gets it in the air. It's a decent kick. Trying to keep it away from Caccione. The ball rolls inside the 10, inside the 5, and down to the one-yard line where it's down by J.R. Strauss, and that's where Burks Catholic will take over first and 10. 
great job by the punt team there. Nice punt by Moser, a little rugby-style punt. Jar Strauss goes down, puts his heels on the one-yard line, stops the ball. Really, that's, that's as well as you can execute that play right there. 3.07 to go here in the second. We're all tied at 14. Burks Catholic with its backs against the wall. Talk about a big place to hold them. Burks Catholic breaks the huddle, comes out over the ball. They've got one receiver wide right, another in the slot. Two in the backfield, Hughes and Caccioni. Caccioni has it running left. He breaks free, he gets the 10, he's hit there. They're gonna give him the 12-yard line. That's an 11-yard run, first down. Couple missed tackles from Exeter allows him to break free and get the first down for Burks Catholic. Outstanding play for Burks Catholic. Get them out of the shadow of their end zone now, put them out outside the 10-yard line. Even if they don't convert now, they're, they're not punting out of their end zone. 2.45 to go here in the second. Here's the snap to Gats under center. Two in the backfield. Gats doesn't like what he sees, calls timeout. 2.37 to go here in the second. We're tied at 14. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home Oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Burks Catholic comes out under the ball. There's Gatz. He takes the snap, hands it off to Hughes, who's running left guard. He's a big boy. Gets out to the 20 yard line. It's a gain of eight. It'll be second and a long two. Yeah, nice little belly play there. They motion the, the wing back across. They have two lead blockers. Um, Kellen Boyer comes down from the state position to make the tackle, but not after a gain of eight. So nice play by Burks Catholic here, back-to-back -back plays. Gats under center, Hughes and Caccioni in the backfield. He gives it to Caccioni running left, tries to get around left end. He will get the first down. He gets across the 25, give him the 26. First and 10. Burks Catholic. You know, Burks Catholic holds on to the ball here to the end of the half. They get it to start the second half. So right now, if I'm Burks Catholic with my field position, I just want to drive the next minute 50 off the clock and restart here to start the second half with the tie game. A six-yard run for Caccioni setting up first and 10 from the 26-yard line. The handoff goes to Hughes. There's a big hole on the left, but a flag comes in. Hughes still on his feet. Gets the 50, but this one will probably come back for a hold. Yeah, they put trips to the field to the right side of the offense there. They bring Hughes back to the left. 
nice hole to come through, but probably the nice hole because someone was holding. And it is holding on the Saints. <laughs> A 32-yard run negated by the penalty. Again, if I'm Bryce Catholic here now with my field position, I'm just going to keep running this ball. You know, maybe a jet sweep to catch Yoni or Jordan, but I'm not going to put the ball in Gatz's hands to try and make a play here. That takes the ball all the way back to the 13-yard line. Well, they took Hughes out of the game and put in Garcia, so see if we get a jet sweep here. Second and about 22. There's the snap. It's coming left with Josiah Jordan. He'll get the 20. We'll see where they mark it. In fact, they mark it at the 20. That's a seven yard, excuse me, they mark it at the 26 yard line. Well, let me see here where the ball is and where the individual is on the far side. Just inside the 20. Call it the 20 yard line, a seven yard gain for Josiah Jordan. Had to take a moment till they marked it on the far side of the field. Second and about 17. There's the snap. It comes Caccioni. He's running left. He's got running room. They're going right back to the well again, running him off left tackle. And I don't think they'll run another snap here. Um, so we're under 30. Clock stop for some reason. I'm not sure why. Maybe maybe Burks have to time out. I think there is a time, and actually Exeter took the timeout. I think that's what the official indicated. I don't understand why you would take a timeout there. All right, we're going to keep it right here. Let's give you some scores from the MikeDragosports.com site. In the second quarter, Wilson 14, Cedar Crest 7. These are all second quarter scores. Fleetwood 7, Hamburg 6. Twin Valley 28, Schuylkill Valley nothing. Conrad Weiser 21, New Oxford 13. Governor Mifflin 28, Muhlenberg nothing. Daniel Boone 21, Reading High nothing. First quarter scores, Wyomissing 28, Kutztown 6. And the Perkyoman Valley, they don't have updated. Here's an update for you. It's Wilson 21, Cedar Crest second, seven, midway through the second quarter. Not sure why Exeter took a timeout there. I think Burst Catholic was just content letting the clock roll out. They've got two downs yet here. Third and seven. There's the snap. The handoff goes to Caccioni. He's going left to right this time. Stumbles out to about the 35-yard line where interestingly enough, it'll make it fourth and about two. They'll give him the 39, but it's fourth and two. 28 seconds to go here in the quarter. Well, I guess Exeter wants to try and make him punt, see if they go for the block here. I mean, that's the only idea I would have, just going for a block punt here at this point of the game. 20 seconds to go in the second quarter. It's fourth and two. Fourth and two from the 
34-yard line. So yeah, the game plan here is make them punt, see if they can block the punt. But again, if I'm going to block the punt, I can't put two people deep. <laughs> so the counterproductive of, of two people deep, let's see what we do here. Or do you even put anybody back at yeah, that point? Because all you're doing you is coming for the ball. Yep, if I'm coming for the block here, I'm sending 11 people. Maybe one safety. That's nope. what I'm doing. Nope, they put their offense back on the field. They did. Fourth and two. I think this very well may be just to try to draw them off sides. Gats under center. I'd be surprised if they snap it. He's still under center. I think just trying to draw them off sides. He's looking around. The defense isn't doing anything. Gats needs and to have a timeout, Burks Catholic. Gats needs to be a little more animated in his, his, his uh, cadence there, trying to draw people off sides. He didn't move a, a millimeter. We'll be back with the rest of the second quarter after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Christy Pearsall for Exeter Tax Collector. Hi, I'm Christy Pearsall. I possess a business management degree, and in my 27-year professional career in bookkeeping and accounting, I have managed multi-million dollar companies with unerring accuracy and strict adherence to all of the rules. As a devoted mom, wife, friend, and community member, I've devoted my spare time to volunteering as a treasurer of multiple boards, including Rifton APT, EHS Boys and Girls Across, and coaching multiple Exeter Youth League teams. Please vote for me, Christy Pearsall, for Exeter tax collector commitment integrity experience paid for by the candidate so Burke's Catholic does punt they punt it to the near side but I'll tell you it goes out of bounds but they should probably get some yardage here I think they're being generous by marking it at the 42 it looked like from the angle that ball would have been out of bounds considerably prior to the 42 but that's where they'll mark it, first and 10 for Exeter, 22 seconds to go here in the second. It was an unusual series there for defensive calls. I didn't understand that at all. Um, if I'm going for the block, we didn't have a great return set up. They can punt the ball out of bounds. I'm not sure why you took your timeouts if you were not going to block that punt. So now we're throwing the ball deep here. That's all we can do. First and 10 Exeter, Colin Payne in the gun. He's got an angle next to him. He drops straight back. He's looking. He fires it. Hits Joey Schlaffer on the left side, but the clock is running. There are no timeouts left. I don't know if he's going to spike this right here, and he does. Colin Payne spikes it with 7.2 seconds on the clock. If I'm going to throw a short pass there, it's got to be to the sideline, not to the middle of the field. Give my receiver a chance to get out of bounds. That ball's thrown inside the hash. No chance. Nine seconds run off the clock until you get a chance to spike it. You've got one shot here to throw the ball deep. Again. They I'm threw just... the ball inside to Schlaffer, and you're right. The clock just ran. So up until the spike, clock was still running. Colin Payne in the gun. Two receivers right, one left. Ty Yoakum in the backfield. Colin Payne looking left, fires left, incomplete. Tries to hit Zach Zandier on the left sideline. It's incomplete. How many passes has Zach Zandier caught this year for the Eagles? I'm going to answer that. Zero. That may have been the first attempt to throw to him. I, I do not understand what that call is. So we've got under two seconds. This will be the last play of the half. Colin Payne's in the gun, trips right, 
Single receiver left, Payne back in the pocket. He's looking, he's dancing around, fires it deep. There's no time, it is picked off, but he goes down after the interception. And that will be the end of the first half. We've played two, Exeter 14. Burks Catholic 14. We'll be back with halftime comments after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. This is the sound of your Exeter Eagles on the crystal clear digital quality Exeter Sports Network. He puts the ball into the nighttime air and we are underway. Jacob Wolf takes the ball on the 10. He's got the 20. He's got the 30. The 40 breaks it right to the outside at the 40 of Muhlenberg. The 30. He outruns him. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Exeter. This is the sound of your Exeter Eagles on analog old local AM radio. Exeter Sports Network. Touchdown, Exeter! Crusty old AM radio. This is the place for sports broadcast excellence in Berks County. Jerry Gelliff Media on the web at jgmedia.us. The home of the Exeter Sports Network, the Saints Sports Network, and the Bears Sports Network in Boyertown. You are listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Well, Mike, we came out of the gate and had a pretty interesting first couple series. Exeter has the ball. They throw an INT. And then Berks Catholic has it. They throw an INT. Then Exeter gets it back. They put together a nice nine-play, 50-yard drive, culminating with a 21-yard pass to Carson Schmidt. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was a good pass by Colin Payne. Jar, uh, Jar, yeah. Carson Schmidt got behind the coverage there, caught the pass for the touchdown in the end zone, and uh, it was a nice little series there, as you said. They got the ball at midfield. 50 yards later, they're in the end zone. Uh, I think it was four plays, you said. The big plays come back to bite 
Exeter once again. Josiah Jordan comes up with a 76-yard kickoff return, taking it down to the Exeter 14. That culminates four plays and then a four-yard touchdown run from Luke Hughes, but we've been talking about it. They've got to be able to cut that uh, kickoff short, make them use a long field. Yeah, absolutely, and it's been something we saw week one against Central York, and we're seeing it now week eight against Berks Catholic, and, and that just can't keep happening week in and week out. And when you're giving up half a field, or in that case, you know, 80% of the field was given up there on the return. Um, now, again, they, they did squib the ball on the last kick and, and covered, so coming out of the second half, it's going to be interesting to see what they do kickoff-wise and coverage-wise, how much field will the defense need to defend. That touchdown by Hughes made it 7-7. Exeter came back with 12 plays on the drive. There were a few interesting plays. First off, it was the fake punt that Mike Moser ran to the right side. Unfortunately, there was the personal foul. They did get the first down, got it into Burke's Catholic territory. The personal foul took it back into their own territory. Then they put together a nice drive getting back into Burke's Catholic territory a holding penalty, a delay of game penalty, and ultimately pass interference on a deep throw. But we talked earlier about how they've got to cut back on the penalties, and in this drive, it came back to bite them. Oh, absolutely, and, and it came back to bite them in a way that, that they had momentum going, and, and they just gave it away by just being non-disciplined. There's no discipline sometimes here, which is frustrating to see for all the fans, and I'm sure it's just frustrating for the players and the coaches, but you can't just keep shooting yourself in the foot series after series and think you can overcome it against good teams. Burke, Burke's Catholic got the ball back. A few plays ends up kicking the football on a fourth and 15 from their own 14. Exeter gets the ball on the Burke's Catholic 40 after the punt. Seven plays, 40 yards, and Eric Nangle has a 16-yard touchdown run, putting Exeter up 14-7. Yeah, nice off-tackle play to Eric. You know, it, we, we've seen him run the ball well all year long. Got behind Sam Orzelak and Kyle Lash on the left-hand side. They pulled uh, Lucas Plange around, and uh, pay dirt came with really no one touched him going in. Josiah Jordan burned Exeter with the long kickoff return. He comes back to burn him again, a 75-yard touchdown pass and catch from Gatz. And at 422 of the second, it's all tied up at 14. Yeah, third down and 15, gets stuck man-to-man -man coverage on a cornerback who, who's making his first start tonight of his high school career. And uh, just unfortunately, he was in good position with Carter Cordora. Um, just, you know, uh, Jordan made a nice catch and, and broke the tackle and, and took it into the end zone. A few interesting series to end the half. Some questionable timeouts taken there at the end as to maybe what the strategy was. You were talking about it. Okay, if you're going to come for it, let's put all 11 up on the line. And then ultimately sat back, tried to move down the field, but without any timeouts and throwing that first ball to Joey Schlaffer in play. Uh, ultimately ended that idea. Yeah, and again, I'm not saying that's the call. They said, hey, let's hit Joey Schlopper between the hashes, but in that situation, your, your quarterback has to understand we have no timeouts. Throwing the ball into the middle of the field, we've got to rush our linemen there, get set, spike the ball. That's 10 seconds off the clock. You know, I, I just didn't understand that whole series there, and I, and I think that's something to scratch your head and say, hey, what was the purpose of that? What was the plan there? Because obviously we, got, we barely got the midfield on the whole plan. We'll have more halftime comments after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. 
Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. We are back here in Reading, Pennsylvania. The halftime score, Exeter 14, Burks Catholic 14, And you Exeter sports fans, we want to share this and give a shout out to soccer. Earlier this week, the boys soccer team scored a one nothing win over Governor Mifflin to clinch the division one title. So congratulations boys, that's a fantastic feat and we're proud of you. Yeah, they'll go into Berks County playoffs this week against Wyomissing, I believe, uh, who's very good. So it'll be a, a very big battle for our soccer our boys but a very senior-laden team there in soccer as well. So hopefully that maturity will pay off here in the postseason for them. We've got some scores for you here in the second quarter. It's Wilson 28, Cedar Crest 10 at the half. Both of these games are at the half. Fleetwood 14, Hamburg 6, and Twin Valley 35, Schuylkill Valley 0. Interestingly enough, Jeff Shalott formerly of Schuylkill Valley, now with Hamburg, having a decent season, but a little bit of an uphill battle here against Fleetwood, and we'll see how that game turns out. These are second quarter scores. Conrad Weiser, 28, New Oxford, 13. Daniel Boone, 21, Redding, 0. Wyam missing, 28, Kutztown, 6. And Perkyoman Valley, 28, Boyertown, nothing. A first quarter score and the final score, not the final, but the final in this list, Governor Mifflin 35, Muhlenberg nothing. So, Mike, anything in that line of scores that do you find interesting? I think the top two. First off, the um, Fleetwood-Hamburg game. Uh, I'm not sure what those two teams are. As you go week through week, uh, Hamburg jumped out to a big start to the season that won a lot of games. Then they started hitting league play, and, uh, you know, they're hitting some tougher competition. Uh, Fleetwood, you know, they have the Maddox kid playing quarterback, does a lot of nice things. Uh, one of the leaders in the county passing the ball. So that's a good game there. And, of course, that Wilson score is huge for Exeter again, as every time Wilson wins now, it just adds points for Exeter's postseason uh, power ranking. So that's a good thing for Exeter that, right there. We've got about four and a half minutes till we get started with the second half. The 
Berks Catholic Band is on the field. No, I'm sorry, it's the Exeter Band. Doing a great job of entertaining the crowd. That'll give us time for a quick break. We'll be back with more halftime comments. This is the Exeter Sports Network. There should be more happiness, so much joy you can give to each brand new bright tomorrow. Make me happy. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. 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 But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Ruddy Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. The 2021-22 season starts on October 22nd. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Mike, looking at my unofficial tallies, looking just at the number of times Eric Nangle ran the ball in excess, I think he had maybe 12 or 13 carries in that first half. So when we talk about keys to the game or what to expect here in the second half, if Exeter's smart, they'll go to him. Yeah, I agree. I think Eric Nangle's the way to go here in the second half. Uh, we've taken a, a number of shots down the field and haven't really come up with anything. Obviously, we had Schmidt who got behind the coverage one time, but I, I think you're right. Just running the ball with Nangle behind those big linemen. Here's the thing. A lot of kids on Berks Catholic play both ways. This, this is a four-quarter game, obviously, and when you keep getting wear, wear down as far as playing offense and defense and just running around the whole day and people blocking you, it wears you down. And if I'm extra now, I turn it on. And we talked about what happened last year in the second half, how everything changed. I think Exeter's got to come out and be physical and dominant here in the second half in this third quarter, get a great three and out here on defense, and then just start pounding the ball and taking this game over physically. And I think they certainly can. They've shown they can open those holes for Nangle. A lot of yards for him in that first half. So I agree with you. I think it's a matter of coming out fast, stopping Burks Catholic on that first drive, get on the board, and at that point ride that wave and just power power running in the in the uh, in the rushing game. You know, you look at the other side for Burks Catholic. It's 14-14. They get the ball here to start the second half. They put good drives together. That they, you know, they distribute the ball to a number of different people. Hughes up the middle. They've got Caccioni and Jordan on the outside. Uh, Gatz has not been the greatest thrower, but he did throw a long pass for a touchdown. So again, if I'm Burks Catholic, I don't change anything either. I tell my guys, hey, we're in this game. We get the ball here. We drive the field here. We get a great return. Drive the field and score. And now we're in the driver's seat for the next quarter and a half. It's going to be discipline on the defensive ends. It's If they can hold their line and not get pushed up the field, keep Caccioni running inside, don't allow him to use his speed to the outside, I think that really puts a big dent in Burks Catholic's offense. I agree with you. And let's see what happens. Again, both teams, this is a big half for them right here. We've got one minute to play. A time for our last break of the halftime show. We'll be back. After this message, you're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for Greatest of All Time as in 
Spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. We are waiting for Exeter to get back on the field. Berks Catholic walking off the field to the sidelines. Time has run off the clock here at halftime. Today was a strange day, Mike. 80-some degrees here in the Reading area. It's starting to cool off just a little bit, but still, we've got to be looking probably 75 degrees right now. Beautiful night here, and if we look into the distance, we can see the pagoda above the visitor sideline. Uh, a nice layout here at Farino Sports Complex. Uh, beautiful night. I don't know what the temperature is, but... 73 degrees. 73. I'm, I'm shown by our official meteorologist over here. Is that Hurricane Schwartz? He does wear bow ties. <laughs> Exeter now on the field. You know, Darren, you talked about discipline here in the second half, and you go back to the first half. Exeter was penalized six times for 50 yards. You know, we're halfway to 100 at the half. BC gave up 35 yards in penalty yardage. So again, 15 yards in this game. Who knows? It's tied 14-14. You know, at the end of the game, if it's 30 yards, that, that's a possession. And that was a pivotal time, too. They were driving. They were, they were poised, maybe even a field goal at that point, but they were poised to get points. And again, you lose the discipline. You lose. I don't know what happened over on the far side of the field in order to take that penalty. But whether you're on the field or you're watching from the sidelines, you've got to be disciplined. Yeah, absolutely. And again, and, and I believe it was a sideline type of penalty, which is even worse. It's guys who aren't in the game, who are just there watching like everyone else. Um, you know, the one that you can't do is cost your team when you're not playing. And, and I believe that's what happened. We had that happen the other week, if you remember. Was it the Central York game? Uh, I think it was the Central York game. And when we said that's got to be the loneliest guy in the field right now, and then I think we actually scored later on and said, well, again, you know, maybe all is forgiven, but we didn't score there, and that, that's a tough way to go. The NFL is trying to cut down on taunting, so you know that's going to waft down through the collegiate ranks, of course, to the high school ranks, that that won't be tolerated either. So I'm sure there's a lot of Eagle fans here who weren't happy with the penalty yesterday for the taunting I would agree. Uh, coming off the sideline, which is a big play in that game. Um, but anyhow, you're right. It, it, it's something that it starts at the professional level. The kids see it on TV. It gets reinforced at these lower levels, and hopefully it's something you do away with the taunting as, as time goes on. Both teams on the sidelines waiting for the officials to take their places. As Mike mentioned, Burke's Catholic will receive to start this second half. Imperative that Exeter not only has great coverage on the kickoff, but certainly to stop the Saints on their first drive. Yeah, absolutely. This is a huge first drive for both teams. You come out and get a stop, you get the ball back, you know, you change the, the uh, momentum of the game. You take this kickoff and drive down the field and score, you have taken all momentum of the game. If if Burks Catholic takes this ball and eventually goes down and scores, I wonder what's going through Coach Bauer's mind because of what happened last year. 
as far as getting shut out. You certainly don't want that thought coming in your head, but let's face it, we're human. It's one of those, we've got to stop it now. Well, and it's something he mentioned in his interview with, uh, with our producer, Jerry Gallup, that's saying that, hey, it's something he's reminded his team of for the last year. If that happens right here, that memory pops back up for everyone, and now he starts thinking, oh boy, here we go again. You get a little tighter, you, you may not play as loosely, whatever the case is. So at halftime, Exeter 158 total yards, 101 on the ground. Burks Catholic 140 total yards. Of course, 75 of those came on a TD pass to Jordan. The Burks County defense, two INTs, and of course, the last coming on the Hail Mary. So Moser squibs it down to the right-hand side. Brown gets it again. They keep it away from the deep guys, but he's weaving his way up. Gets to the 35-yard line, and they'll give him the 36. That's where it'll be first and 10 for the Saints. Injured player here on the field for the Eagles. Can't see who it is, though, unfortunately. Trainers on the field taking a look at the injured player. Looks like number eight. So I think that's the backup quarterback, isn't it? Number eight, Gavin Reiking, I uh, believe. Third string quarterback. He was the guy that got all the carries the other week at the end of the game. Yep, yep. He's on his feet under his own power, which is a good sign. Well, we talked about field position. You know, 65 yards is a lot better than 40 or 50. So you know, not a terrible job. You'd like to keep him inside the 30 if you could, but five extra yards here, you just got to hold him. Burks Catholic comes out of the huddle. Gats under center. He's got Hughes behind him. Caccioni in the slot left. Brown wide receiver far right. Waiting for the official to put the ball in play. Gats looks over the defense. He's got Jordan in motion from right to left. He takes the ball. Running left. He gets the edge. Looks like they're going to give him the 46-yard line. We'll see if this is, this very well could be just shy of a first down. Nope, the far official says first down. So 10 yards for Josiah Jordan on the sweep from right to left, and it's a first down for Burks Catholic. Just that jet sweep again to Jordan. Let's see if we get a toss here. Nope, sweep this way. Caccioni has it, he's running on off the left side, gets the 50 down to about the 47 yard line. It's a seven yard run, it'll be second and three. So nice job by BC coming out here in the second half and having a bunch of nice running plays here. 
Gats under center, takes the snap, hands it off to Caccione, running left. Lucas Palange is there, though. This is going to be a loss. It'll be a loss of one. Nice job by Lucas Palange on the left side as Caccione was trying to get to the 45-yard line. Third and four from the Exeter 48. Here's the snap to Gatz. He goes back, fake handoff, rolling right, fires right, hits Jordan on the far right side, running a slant to the sideline. They're going to mark him at the 34-yard line. It's a 14-yard pass play, first down, Berks Catholic. Yeah, nice job by Gatz, rolling to his right. Uh, they sent the wide receiver up the field. They ran number two receiver into the slot, out to the flat, caught the ball there for a first down. Nice little catch and a nice pass by Gatz. First and 10 Saints on the 34. Single setback Hughes. Caccione is with him. The handoff to him. Lucas Palange gets to him, and the rest of the defense comes up and takes care of the rest. Lucas Palange was the first one to get there. Kyle Lash finished him off. Great pressure, a loss of six on the play. It'll be second and 16. And we're back to the sweep there to Caccione. As you said, nice job by the right side of the extra defense, pushing into the backfield. Second and 16 at the 40-yard line. There's the snap. They hand off running to the right side, but Exeter doesn't give them a whole lot. They'll get the 40. Let's see if they give them the 39, ultimately marking it at the 38. So that's only a gain of two. It's third and 14, another one of these long downs that Exeter can't make a mistake. And if you're BC, you're in four down territory here anyhow. So. You know, you're going to take two shots here to get this first down. No sense punting this ball. The Saints come out of the huddle. They've got two receivers left, two in the backfield. Hughes and Caccione fakes the handoff. He's rolling left, throws left, and it's picked off. Garrettson cuts in front, picks it off, and it's Exeter football. You know, we said coming in that, that this is not their forte, throwing the ball. You put him in third and long. You make Gats, make a read, make a throw. Same pass he almost threw the first time for the intersection. Just kind of threw it out here to the left flat, short again, and Phil Garrettson there to make a great play for Exeter. And there's the turnover you need it right now. Now you got to capitalize. Nice job. The Saints were putting together a drive, trying to open that second half with some points, about nine minutes to go. So they were just about at the three-minute mark with time of possession. Exeter with the big turnover. First and 10 on the 29. Colin Payne in the gun. He's got Nangle aside of him. Single receiver left and right. Nangle gets the ball up the middle. He gets the 35 to the 36. It'll be a gain of six. Make it seven. Second and three. And just as you said about it at halftime there, Darren, let's go to Nangle. Let him run the ball behind these big boys. Let's just start wearing these guys down. Attack them inside the tackles where our strength is and let our best guy with the ball in his hands run the football here. 
Absolutely. We don't need play action here. We don't need any. Let's just keep running the football and get a drive going here. Take the clock down. Get us into the fourth quarter of the lead. Colin Payne in the gun. Nangle behind him. Fakes the handoff. Rolling left. He's looking. He fires over the middle. It's picked off. Picked off, I believe, by Trace Brown at about the 45. Takes it inside the 35. They'll mark the ball at the 33-yard line, where it'll be first and 10, Burks Catholic. And again, I just, just commented, don't, no need for play action here, trying to force the ball somewhere. Just keep running it, and, and right away they try and force the ball in play action. And there's another big turnover right back. So just as we did the first time, they've done the second time. And unfortunately, he threw it right to him. I don't know if he didn't see him or what the situation was, but right at him. So Gatz is under center. Now he's got the snap rolling left. He's being chased. There's nothing there. He tries to take on the cornerback. Richie Karsteen waiting for him. The QB decided to take him on, and Karsteen leveled him. Yeah, and from his defensive position, Richie Karsteen keeping contained there on the, on the rollout. It's a loss of one. It'll be second 11 from the 34. And just as we said about Exeter, I'm not sure why Burks Catholic went to that play there. Here's a handoff. It goes up the middle. Luke Hughes, not a lot there though. Call it a gain of two. It'll be third and nine. Nice job by Sam Orzelak and Kyle Lash there, the defensive tackle and the nose guard for the Eagles. Both in on that tackle, bring up third and long. Give credit to the offensive and defensive lines of Exeter tonight, both playing at a very high level. Third and nine. Berg's Catholic, they give it to Caccioni, who's running to the left end. He's got room to run, still on his feet. Let's see where they mark him. He'll get inside the 25, down to the 21, and it's a first down for the Saints. A 13-yard run. Third and long, and they just ran sweep left for a first down. That's the play that Exeter needed to make there to stop, but... Again, nice job by Burks Catholic again here, just moving the ball down the field, going to catch Yoni and Jordan. Ball on the 21-yard line, first and 10. Here's the snap. The handoff goes to Jordan, running around right end. He's got some running room, breaking tackles, cuts it back to the left and runs into the end zone. A number of missed tackles on that one. Jordan keeps his feet and gets it into the end zone for a 21-yard touchdown run. Yep, just ran the buck sweep there to the right. You know, broke, as you said, three or four tackles, spun his way back to the middle of the field, and then kind of raced in from there. No one else around. He passed everybody at that point. Waiting for Givens to attempt the PAT. The ball's down. His foot's through it, and it is good. 6.33 to go here in the third. It's Burks Catholic 21, Exeter 14. We'll be back with more third quarter action. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network.
quote Christy Pearsall for Exeter Tax Collector. Hi, I'm Christy Pearsall. I possess a business management degree, and in my 27-year professional career in bookkeeping and accounting, I have managed multi-million dollar companies with unerring accuracy and strict adherence to all of the rules. As a devoted mom, wife, friend, and community member, I've devoted my spare time to volunteering as a treasurer of multiple boards, including Riften APT, EHS Boys and Girls Lacrosse, and coaching multiple Exeter Youth League teams. Please vote for me, Christy Pearsall, for Exeter Tax Collector. Commitment. Integrity. Experience. Paid for by the candidate. Well, they ran. We're talking about teams from the 70s and early 80s that used to run the wing offense, the wing T. Nebraska, Oklahoma, of course, they would always come out and win 70-3 to and crazy scores like that. Yeah, a lot of those teams ran the options we saw last week. Um, you know, this wing tee here is based from uh, Tubby Raymond from Delaware, the Delaware wing tee. Um, you know, we don't see as much anymore, but the wing tee was, was all the rage for teams all over back in the 70s, 80s, into the 90s. And then it kind of went away with the spread offense. But schools like Berks Catholic, Holy Name back in the day, and Wyoming Michigan in the Berks County area have continued to run it forever as Southern Columbia up north runs it. Um, and again, it's that gap down backer scheme by the linemen. Undersized linemen get angles on people blocking down. And again, it, it has worked very well for Wyoming Missing and Berks Catholic over the years with the two coaches. Gonzalez squibs the ball down the middle. It's picked up by Robinson, or excuse me, that is actually Woody, no, 28's Robinson. He is actually running left side. A flag comes out. This could be a personal foul against Burks Catholic if they tackled him out of bounds. And I think you're right, Dan. I think that's what the call is going to be. It's always the decision. Is it 28 or 26? And right. So Exeter's going to get an additional 15 yards here, put him across the 50-yard line into Berks County territory, Berks Catholic territory. And uh, this is a good drive start again for the Eagles here. So originally he brought the ball out to the 43-yard line where they mark it. So they'll be on the 42 on the other side then. Walking it off as we speak. So after the personal foul, as Mike said, it'll be first and 10 Exeter from the Berks Catholic 42. Colin Payne comes out in the gun. He's got Eric Nangle behind him, single receivers right and left. There's the snap. Gives it to Nangle, running right. He's got the 40 where he's hit, but he spins away from that. Gets another two yards. There's a player down for Berks Catholic. And that's their big defense and offensive lineman, number 71, uh, Jacob Kozlaza. Um, Jacob is a junior, 6'3", 310 pounds. Um, you know, Chris Caccioni was slow getting up there as well. So again, we talk about, you know, maybe this just looks like a cramp here. So that's good news. It was a three-yard run for Nangle. It'll be second and seven from the 39 when we resume. With an injury timeout on the field, we've got time for a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Exeter breaks the huddle, same formation. Nangle behind Payne in the gun, single receiver. Nangle gets it running right, tries to 
get away from one defender, and he does, still fighting for yards, gets down to the 35. It's a gain of seven, it'll be... Well, let's see, it looks like they're gonna give him maybe six, it's gonna be third and about five, maybe a short six. Yeah, they tried to run a, you know, a counter play there, they pulled the guard, unfortunately, Lucas Blanche fell down as he was pulling around, so it was just one of the two guys pulling around there to the edge. So a six yard run. It's third, like I said, roughly five or so. They give it to Nangle, he's running right, a lot of space. It'll be a first down, he's inside the 30 yard line. Mark him at the 27, first and 10 Exeter. Nice job by the right side of the line there for Exeter, Palange, Kachese, they, they caved everything in. Ty Oakham led off to the edge there and, and obviously Eric Nangle did a nice job getting the first down. A nine yard run for Nangle. Gives Exeter the first down. Payne in the gun, Nangle behind him. There's the snap, they're looking to the left. They throw it left, Carson Schmidt has it. There was no corner on that side of the field. Um, number three for Berks Catholic, Armstead, went running out late, but there was no corner on the left side of the field for Berks Catholic, and that's why they just threw it up there and got the big completion. Looking to see where they mark the ball. It's at the six-yard line. Yard line. A 21-yard pass play to Carson Schmidt. Same thing happened last week. Nobody guarded him on the left side. He went in for the touchdown. So Exeter has it first and goal on the six. The handoff goes to Nangle. He's running up the middle. He gets inside the five, still churning. Goes down to the two, give him four yards on that run. A little confusion in the backfield there. When Payne got the ball, he opened up to his left and Nangle was on his right. Another player down for Berks Catholic again. This is number 54, Jackson uh, Huddleston, down for the Saints. We've got an injury timeout on the field. We'll be back after this commercial message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Second and goal, Exeter from the two, coming out of that timeout. I think this is Ty Yoakum territory right here. He's, he's the up back, Nangle behind him, Colin Payne under center. It's a toss sweep to Nangle, he's running left, but he gets taken down by Caccioni. Probably no gain, maybe a loss of a little bit. Let's say a loss of one. It's going to be third and goal from the three. A really nice play by Christian Caccioni coming up from the safety position to make that tackle on Eric Nangle in open space. That's not always easy to do. So that's a nice play and a huge play right there for Burks Catholic. 
Exeter over the ball, Colin Payne under center, hands it off to Ty Yoakum, who is just bullying his way up the middle. Touchdown, Exeter. He was met by Jackson Hawes in the backfield and just ran him over into the end zone, just kept churning those big, strong legs and just drove in. Nice job. As I said, that's Ty Yoakum territory right there. That is the power running that we have seen from Ty Yoakum all year long. Six feet, 220-pound senior. Moser on with the all-important PAT. It's down, his foot is through it, but it's no good. Wide left. 105 to go here in the third. Burks Catholic 21, Exeter 20. We'll be back after this commercial message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. That could prove to be a big miss for Exeter. It's 21-20. Mike, it's, that's a rarity with, the, with most of what we've seen. He has been dead on all year long. Yeah, and, and I'm not making excuses for him, but he's got a new holder today. And, you know, that goes into the mindset of a kicker. Kickers are a rare bird. And uh, new holder, just the slightest things change, but he's got to make that kick. That's a huge spot in this game. Moser has it on the tee. He's ready to kick off. It's got the go-ahead from the official. Squibs it on the right-hand side to Brown. He's been doing that every time he kicks off. Brown has it looking for some running room. Goes left to right, but there isn't a whole lot of room there. He's tackled at the 34-yard line of Burks Catholic, and that's where they'll put it in play first and 10. We are just under a minute to go here in the third. Burks Catholic comes out of the huddle. Single receiver left. They hand it off to Caccioni, who's running around the left end again. Let's see what they give him. Looks like they're giving him close to seven. It'll be second and three. Yeah, again, sweep there to Caccioni. It's something we've seen a lot of first downs so far tonight, but it's been a very successful play, so why not just keep going back to it when you get second and six, second and seven, as you said. They actually give him five on it, so call it second and five. From the 40, handoff to Jordan going around the right end. He gets hit at the... 41, drags his way maybe up to the 43-yard line. It'll make it third and less than one. I don't know. That spot might be a first down. They're going to bring Look, the sticks in here to see. 
They'll ask for the measurement. And while they do that, you may be able to listen to the Berks Catholic cheerleaders. It was senior night here prior to the game. The seniors from the football team and the cheerleaders were recognized along with their parents. Let's see what they decide. First down, Saints. First and 10 on the 43-yard line. 38 seconds to go. This could be the last play of the third quarter. Scores for you, Conrad Weiser 35, New Oxford 20, that's mid-third. And late in the third, Twin Valley 42, Schuylkill Valley 14. The Saints over the ball, Gats hands it off to Josiah Jordan who's running left. He bounces off, continues to run left. Taken down by Orzelak and Boyer. Yeah, that's gonna take us to the end of the quarter here. Give him three yards, it'll bring it to the 47 yard line. It'll be second and seven. And that is the end of three. Burks Catholic 21. Exeter 20 will be back with fourth quarter action after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. From here, but we're here doing our thing. Letting go a little, little by little, sipping on a frozen drink. Taking bars, taking pouring out, waking clouds ain't Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. Whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more. We're back here at Forino's Sports Complex. Burke's Catholic clinging to a 21-20 lead. They've got a second and seven from the 47, their own 47. They break the huddle. While we listen to Sweet Caroline in the background. Jordan in motion, gets under center, hands it off to Hughes who's running off right guard. He'll get the 50s, brought down by Boyer. Oh, it's going to be third and, third and about three here. It's going to be a huge play. You know, Exeter's got to bring pressure, I think. Run stop here off the edge. And they're not going to run the fullback two plays in a row. It's not something they do. So, again, I, I think it's going to be either, if it's motion, it's going to be a wide play. If they're set, it's going to be just a sweep here to Caccione. Let's see how they line up. I'm looking to sweep this way if Jordan, Josiah Jordan doesn't go in motion. And here's the sweep to Caccione. The Exeter defense is there, and they stop him. He actually will lose a yard. Great defense, very aggressive on the end. They were not going to let him get the corner. Came up quickly, stopped him for a yard loss. It'll be fourth and five. 
as I said, they, they were not going to go back to the fullback two plays in a row. Cacioni's the guy that's going to get the ball. <clears throat> Great stand there by Exeter defense. Nice job. So fourth and five, the ball on the 49-yard line. Burks Catholic set up to punt. Carson Schmidt. It's a shank off of his foot. I don't know if it was partially blocked or not. Ty Yoakum got in there pretty quickly. Let's see where they mark it. Yeah, great job by Ty Yoakum. They're bursting right through that A-gap next to the center. I don't know if he got his hand on it, but he certainly caused that kick to get shanked off to the right. Uh, great play there by Ty Yoakum. And a big play, they need it right there. They're gonna mark the ball on the 38-yard line. So literally a 13-yard punt. First and 10, Exeter over the ball. Colin Payne comes out in the gun. He's got Eric Nangle to his left and behind him. Single receiver left and right. He's back, he's passing. He hits Joey Schlaffer over the middle to the 40-yard line of Burks Catholic. It's a tie, it'll be a catch. First down, Exeter. Josiah Jordan was there, but Schlaffer made space on the inside and Colin Payne hit him in stride. Yeah, post route there, they, they came back to that same route where they had him beat before. Better coverage by Jordan that time, but a nice ball and a nice catch there for Exeter. 22-yard catch to Joey Schlaffer. First and 10 from the Saints, 40. Payne in the gun, hands it to Nangle. He's doing the tough running inside. He gets the 35. Literally and that's sat where down they'll right give him. It. He literally sat down right at the 35 there. Nice job by the line there. Good first down play, five yards. Keeps you on schedule here. Um, again, I, I would continue to just pound the ball here. There's still a lot of time left in the clock. You know, I, I got to work this clock and keep, keep the clock in my favor at this point. Ten minutes to go here in the fourth. Exeter huddling up. Couple scores for you. Governor Mifflin 49, Muhlenberg nothing. That's a final. Twin Valley 42, Schuylkill Valley 14, another final. Colin Payne under center has got Ty Yoakum at an angle. Nangle running off the right side. A lot of room inside the 30-yard line. Gets down to the 27. First In down, Exeter. Darren, we've seen this in the past where Exeter tries to play action and things of that nature here. I would continue to stay in the eye and keep hitting Yoakum and Nangle. Just keep going right back up the middle. Get behind my big guys. We talked about the attrition here of this game. You see Berks County kids, uh, Berks Catholic kids wearing down here. Guys coming off injured here the last couple of series. Keep going right at them here. Payne in the gun, has Nangle behind him. Single receivers right and left. Looking over the defense, here's the snap. He's got it, fakes the handoff, looking to pass. Goes to Schlaffer down the seam. Touchdown, Exeter! He got behind Josiah Jordan, and Payne put it up there in stride. He catches it into the end zone. Touchdown, Exeter. Darren, just like I said, throw the ball down the field there and get a touchdown. That's exactly what you said. Obviously, they saw something where Josiah Jordan may have been sneaking a peek in the backfield, and Schlaffer was able to get a few steps on him, and Colin Payne threw an absolutely beautiful ball. Yeah, and, we, and we've talked about the fact that he, he's had him one-on-one -on -one 
you know, Schlaffer on Jordan, and he's beating him down the field every time. There's just nothing. He was wide open. I mean, there was no one around him. Going for two here now to get it to 28. 26-21 Exeter, as Mike said, lined up for the two-point conversion. Colin Payne in the gun. It's an empty backfield. Three receivers left. Nangle now goes in motion. He's running left. He throws it across his body. He should have just run it in. He should he have run the, it he in. He had the pylon. Should have run it in. He had the left pylon, but he decided to cross his body and get it to Carson Schmidt, but it's incomplete. So nine minutes to go here in the fourth. It's Exeter 26, Berks Catholic 21. We'll be back with the rest of the fourth quarter. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Christy Pearsall for Exeter Tax Collector. Hi, I'm Christy Pearsall. I possess a business management degree, and in my 27-year professional career in bookkeeping and accounting, I have managed multi-million dollar companies with unerring accuracy and strict adherence to all of the rules. As a devoted mom, wife, friend, and community member, I've devoted my spare time to volunteering as a treasurer of multiple boards, including Riften APT, EHS Boys and Girls Across, and coaching multiple Exeter Youth League teams. Please vote for me, Christy Pearsall, for Exeter tax collector commitment integrity experience paid for by the candidate the ball is on the tee the official has given the approval again if I'm Berks Catholic here I would switch Caccioni and Brown right now if Exeter wants to kick deep we've seen what happens give Caccioni a chance to return the ball here from the 25 yard line so here goes Moser to get his foot into the ball. He again, he kicks it over his head. It gets to Caccioni who fumbles it, picks it up at the 15. He's trying to make some room, but he won't even get to the 20 yard line. Exeter's coverage is on the mark. Carter Cordora down there making that tackle. Great job. And again, he banged it over his head and made Caccioni go outside the numbers to field the ball to those open areas we talked about. First and 10, they'll put it on the 20 for Berks Catholic, they'll have to go 80 yards. Darren, I will tell you, this is the biggest defensive series right now for Exeter all year, right here coming up. Berks Catholic over the ball, Gats under center in motion. They give it to Josiah Jordan running to the left, trying to find some room, but the Exeter defense does a good job. He'll get five yards out of it. It'll be second and five. Yeah, Exeter's gonna be more of an edge setter there on that jet sweep. They see the motion coming. Outside guy's not gonna make the play on the inside on the, on the belly guy. Set the edge and force that ball back inside to your help. The outside guy can't go down in a three-point set because if he does, he's going to miss that. So there's the snap. They try to come right with Caccioni, but the Exeter defense is stout. Nothing there. It's going to be a loss. Great job there of setting the edge on that play. You know, um, well, they'll indicate it wasn't. It looked like they actually stopped him maybe for a yard loss, but they're going to say no gain. It's third and five on the 25. This is a huge play for Exeter. Absolutely. Let's see what they come out in the same set here. Nope, they're going to flex him out. The Saints come Trips out. Trips left, yeah. Gats under the ball. Trips left. Single setback is Hughes. 
Gats hands it off to Hughes. He's running up the middle, trying to get to the 30, but Exeter stops him. He's short of the 30-yard line. It's going to be fourth down. It'll be fourth and one. A four-yard run for Luke Hughes, but then a trio of defenders stack him at the 29 and push him back. So an interesting call now for Burks Catholic. It looks like they keep, they're keeping the offense on the field. Number 71 is hobbling around. He's the one. Gats under center. It's a quick snap. They give it to Hughes. No Hughes chance. is stopped in they the backfield. And he's not going to get there. Exeter defense pumped up for that one. Gets all over him. Stops him for no gain. It'll be a turnover on downs. First and 10 Exeter. Great job by the interior of Exeter defense there. And that is a huge turnover, just field position alone. There's still a lot of time left. I'm not sure why BC needs to try and draw them off sides and punt the ball. Or, I, I, again, I've got J.J. Jordan, I've got Chris Caccioni, and I give the ball to Hughes. I don't understand that. Exeter coming onto the field from the sideline huddle. First and 10 on the St. 29. I think you'll see a heavy dose of Eric Nangle <laughs> to run some time off that clock with 7.15 remaining. There's the snap, Nangle gets it, he's running left. There's a lot, there's a big hole. And five yards over to the left side, it's a great first down play. Five yards takes it to the 24, second and five. Under seven minutes to play. Exeter now taking their time, working the play clock down to 12 seconds, 11, 10. Payne in the gun, Nangle behind him. There's the snap, Nangle gets it again, running left. Pushing, driving, driving, still on his feet. Still on his feet and he's gonna take it down to the 20 yard line. And this very well, we'll see where they mark him. Give him a four-yard run. It's third and one. There's some power running from Eric Nangle. And yeah, we get third and short here again. I, I think this eye formation, Ty Yoakum again. Give the ball to the big bull and let him run right up the middle and get that one yard. Something tells me he'll be the up back in this set. Yeah, Nangle's out now. They brought um, Cabron, Cabron Woody, Woody in, yeah. Yep. Colin Payne under center. He's got the eye. Yoakum has it, he gets hit right away. Hughes comes up and fills the hole. I think he's enough for the first down though. Where they've got it marked on the far side of the field, he crossed the 20. That looks like it'll be enough for a first. We're gonna wait to see if they actually, no, that's gonna be, they're calling it fourth down. Wow, all right, he's just short. Quarterback sneaker, get under center and go. Fourth and one, the ball on the 20-yard line. Exeter's gonna let it run down here to get a timeout. Yeah, we'll have a timeout here shortly. Letting the clock run down, the play clock, to three, to two, to one, timeout, Exeter. 
and they'll talk it over. 4.58 to go here in the fourth. It's Exeter 26, Burks Catholic 21. A big fourth down play coming up. We'll be back with that call. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. Here we go, fourth and short. Colin Payne under center's got Ty Yoakum behind him along with Eric Nangle, single receiver right. There's the snap. Ty Yoakum gets it off the right side. It's gonna be a first down, Exeter. He went a little further outside than up the middle there. It went off tackle, but got the job done. Nice job, good play call there. Now just keep running the ball here. He takes the ball to the 16-yard line. A four-yard gain, first and 10 Exeter. 4.40 to go here in the fourth. Exeter comes out under the ball. Colin Payne now under center. Takes the snap, hands it off to Nangle running right. There's a little room, he might pick up three. Call it second and seven. Scores are just flying into you right now, Darren. They are. And I'm too busy writing down what's going on in the game. <laughs> well, early in the fourth quarter, Wilson's up 42-24 over Cedar Crest, which again, this is a game that helps Exeter. And then down in the Pac-10, Perk Valley all over the Boyertown Bears, 38 to nothing, just under seven minutes to go there in the fourth quarter. Exeter using the play clock, it's at 10. Taking their time coming out of the break. Payne under center, hands it to Yoakum. He's running left, tries to take it deep, cuts inside, he gets the 10-yard line, still fighting inside the five. That is power running at its best. They're gonna mark him just inside the five and it's first and goal, Exeter. And that's the third time we've seen a lineman get behind the running back and start pushing him, which is a rule that changed just last year that you can now push the pile and it's completely legal. And so again, you see a chance there where Jochen kind of got stopped up around the seven yard line. It looked like Sam Worslack got behind him and just started pushing him down to the four. An eight yard run from Ty Yoakum. First and goal from the five. Again, Exeter using the play clock. It's at five, paying under center. Hands it to Yoakum going to the right side. He's still bowling his way. They'll give him the two. Second and goal from the two. It doesn't matter if you score on second down or fourth down here. Just let the clock keep running. We are under three minutes to play here in the fourth. Haven't even, they just started the play clock. The club, the stadium clock will be somewhere around 
five seconds there. Payne takes the ball, gives it to Nangle, who's running hard to the right. Are they giving it to him yet? We're waiting for it. There's no official call. Nope. They mark him short of the line, which actually is okay. It works to their benefit because the clock continues to run. As long as they score. <laughs> well, it's third and goal from the, we're going to call the inch line. And they're just going to let this play clock run and call timeout. Yeah, I, I would tell right now, I would move Yoakum up in his die position and tell you, when this ball snaps, you push Colin Payne as hard as you can to that goal post. Colin Payne, you secure that ball and don't let your feet stop moving and let him drive you in because Ty Yoakum can push a sled that's about 700 pounds. There you go. Let him push the sled into the end zone. Exeter lets the play clock wind down to one. They call timeout. 1.35 to go here in the fourth. 26-21 Exeter. We've got time for a break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. 1.35 to go here in the fourth. Exeter walking onto the field after that timeout. It's third and goal, third and inches. They go right over the ball. Colin Payne under center. The official puts the ball in play. Colin Payne under center, takes the snap, gives it to the up guy, Yoakum, he's into the end zone, touchdown Exeter. Gotta go for two here, gonna go for two here. Again, you gotta get this to a 14 point game if you can get it to it. A one yard touchdown run from Ty Yoakum, it's 32-21 Exeter, 1.31 to go here in the fourth. Mike Moser on for the PAT. The ball's down, his foot is through it, and it's good. 131 here in the fourth. We'll be back after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe and Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. 
That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Back at Reading, Mike's got a score for you. It looks like a final from Fleetwood. Fleetwood 28, Hamburg 26. So that turned out to be a very good game, and I guess both teams did show up and show who they were. Uh, unfortunately for the Hawks, they came in the short end, but for the Tigers, a two-point victory tonight, which is a good win for them. Keeps their playoff hopes uh, going very strong. The ball's on the tee. Moser taking a look at it, not taking nearly as many steps as Gonzalez. There is a timeout called by the officials. Not sure who called timeout, taking a look at the scoreboard. I assume Exeter took the timeout there. You just came from a timeout. Maybe they saw a different alignment. They just wanted to see something. Hey, maybe they wanted to see what the alignment was and how they were going to attack it, which, again, you got the timeout. Be smart about it. Good decision. Exactly. Might as well talk it over, make sure you know what's going on so you don't give up a big play. Absolutely. And it looked like that um, Burke's Catholic had put Alex McGreary in the middle of the field, number seven, which we hadn't seen that all night. Give Exeter credit in this fourth quarter. Two touchdowns on two possessions and holding Burks Catholic to that one three and out, four and out. There's an onside kick from, an onside kick from Exeter. The ball rolls down to the 35 yard line and it's good that Exeter did that, Darren, just to put that on film. Other people now see that and say, hey, they don't just bluff it all the time. You, know, you got the ball to the 35, which is still a good place to start. Um, so, again, I think there's a lot of positives in that kick right there. So the onside kick takes the ball to the Saints' 36-yard line, where it will be first and 10, Burks Catholic. Gats is under center. He takes the snap. He's back to pass, rolling right. He looks. He fires right. He hits Josiah Jordan. He's dancing around at midfield. That's where Exeter tackles him. It'll be a first down, 14-yard pass to Jordan. Yeah, J.J. Jordan should have got out of bounds there when he caught the ball. Going back in, he gained no yardage going back in, and the clock's going to keep on running. So he should have got himself out of bounds. They don't call timeout. Gats is under center, fires it left, hits Brown, but, and he breaks, tries to break away, but Jovan Hollis makes the tackle inbounds, and the Saints will have to burn their first timeout. So we'll go back to the same thing we saw in the, in the first half. Throwing the ball inside the numbers here to receivers who aren't getting out of bounds makes you waste timeouts. And that's a three-yard gain. So that pass is kind of worthless for Burks Catholic. You picked up three yards and wasted a timeout. Throw the ball to the edges or throw the ball down the field to the middle if you're going to use your timeouts. You cannot throw the ball inside the numbers in the hash and gain three yards and then burn a timeout. That, that just makes no sense. You're exactly right. You either get out of bounds or you just throw it incomplete because a three-yard completion does nothing for you. And that's back-to-back -back plays now that that's happened. But when you 
build your offense on running the wing tee, this is what happens when you get in close games. You can't one waggle pass and, and fool people. Play action is not going to fool anybody right now. Burks Catholic in the huddle. Exeter waiting for him at the ball. The Saints walk up. Gats is under center. He's got Luke Hughes behind him. Two receivers right. Gats is looking. Lucas Palange hits him from the back, but he's able to get the ball away. And on the opposite end, Kellen Boyer with the interception. So nice job there by Exeter causing pressure. And he had to throw it up, and Kellen Boyer makes the interception. And that should end it here with under a minute. Exeter can take a knee and take the win. So nice job for the Eagles. Great fourth quarter for Exeter. And that is a great thing to see right there. Nice job by Boyer going up and taking the ball at its highest point. He had the receiver on his back, boxed him out as if it was a game of basketball, comes up with the INT, and Exeter will be able to run out this clock. Yeah, absolutely, and, and, and he did a nice job position-wise. Gats had to throw the ball up through the field there, and Kellen Boyer there to make the play. So nice job by all the Exeter players there. And Exeter's just going to take a knee and run this clock out in two plays. 54 seconds to go. Colin Payne waiting for the ball. He has it. He takes the knee. They've got to snap it one more time. Let it get under 40. Snap the ball, and that's the game. So good win for the Eagles tonight. Real good win for the Eagles. Took care of the, talked about the loss last year and what happened in the second half. They certainly came out to play in the second half this year. And I'm not sure what your stat was before on all the turnovers, but it got no better here at the end as far as the number of turnovers in this game. Colin Payne under center. This will be the last snap. He takes it. There's a knee. 15 seconds left, they reset the clock. And we just watch the last 10 seconds roll off the clock and Exeter comes off with an impressive 33-21 win tonight. We'll be back with some post-game comments after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. We are back here in Reading, Pennsylvania. And Mike, taking a look at the second half, that was about as good a second half as Exeter could play. They went into half, tie game. They come out in the second half and you know, that PAT, we were kind of wondering if that was going to play a factor, but 
they backed it up. You know, and, and that's a great point. That PAT, you start thinking, man, we missed an opportunity to tie the game. But the defense just kept coming. Offense moved the ball down the field. They did a really nice job of, of converting on their possessions there in the fourth quarter. And uh, they really took the game over. And, you know, we talked about last year what happened in the second half of just coming out and just being completely flat. Here in the fourth quarter, they really took this game over, did a great job on all assets of the game. Special teams as well did a nice job. So, you know, I, I know we're always tough on the special teams, but tonight in that fourth quarter, the kickoffs and stuff like that, they did a really nice job. They absolutely did. So, folks, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to tonight's broadcast. We hope you enjoyed the game. Continue to join us at Jerry Gelliff Media. That's jgmedia.us for the rest of the football season. Tonight's final, Exeter 33. Burks Catholic 21 for my partner, Mike Boyer, producer Jerry Galef. Gelliff, I gotta say that right, Gelliff, darn it. I'm Darren Ziner, thanks for listening to this presentation of the Exeter Sports Network. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for Exeter Eagles football on the Exeter Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org and in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net. Join us next week when the Eagles travel back home to take on the Reading Red Knights. You can listen to the game at jgmedia.us. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night. <laughs>